Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. Marriage, that blessed arrangement, that dream within a dream. On this episode of The Commercial Break... Why are you here on the show? How, how did this turn of events happen? Because so many times, so many times, you have said to me, I will never go on the microphone on the commercial break, ever. Yet here you are with me. I guess the same reason why we're married. I still don't know. <laughs> the next episode of the commercial break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is the reason we're all here. The love of my life and my beautiful wife, Astrid. Best to you, Astrid. Best to you, Brian. Oh, my God. Or should I say baby? You can say baby. It's okay. Every once in a while, I, I slip a baby in there on Hoadley, too. And I think she's a little taken aback by it. And I'm sure Jeff is just loves that when I slip out a baby to, to Chrissy. It's just weird to me to call you Brian. In fact, it's one of the things that you... When you call me Astrid, I'm like, why are you upset? Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. When you, like, there is certain things in a marriage that I'm sure everybody experiences this. I wonder if people use terms of endearment as much as we use terms of endearment. So, like, other couples that we hang out with, I see them calling each other by their proper names, right? Astrid, Brian. I'm not going to give examples here on the show, but... You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You and I, I always use baby, honey, something like that, unless we're angry with each other. And so much, yeah. Or there's two reasons why I get nervous when you use the word Brian. Number one, I know I'm in trouble. Number two, somebody else is in trouble. Like since we have so many children, 10 to 12 children, yeah, I've stopped counting. Yeah, when we're trying but... to get each other's attention, yes. I would say we go, Brian. Yeah. Astrid! I need you to change the baby. I don't want to touch shit. Why are you here on the show? How how did this turn of events happen? Because so many times, so many times, you have said to me, I will never go on the microphone on the commercial break, ever. Yet here you are with me. I guess the same reason why we're married. I still don't know. <laughs> you don't know why we're married? I mean... I know what we're married. Okay. Admit it. It was for I, the green card. And now I, you're a citizen yes, and you're going to leave right. me. Yes. yes. For those I, just, you... I just didn't want to go on 90 Day Fiance, like on the TV show. Yeah, no, no. So I just took a, took a sure card. I think, I don't think we are, uh, I don't think we're interesting enough to be on 90 Day Fiance. True. I think yeah, that true. all those people on that show are such shit shows <laughs> that you and I just couldn't compare. I look at that show. Because I think there's so many comparisons between you and I. So those of you that don't know, and you must know if you've been listening to the commercial break for any period of time, that Astrid is Venezuelan. Uh, we met, we had an international love story for a long time. Mm -hmm. I called it a love story. You might call it torture just to get here to the United States. But in any case, I look at our love story and I don't see any comparison between the stories that go on in that 90 Day Fiance. It seems like everybody is such a shit show. True. Yeah. And even their families, like, um, I don't know. It, it all looks so weird to me because even though we are from different countries, sure. that's not how our story unfolded. No. Well, yeah. first of all, we didn't do the K1 or whatever sure. they call it, right? What do they call that? The 90 Day? The, the K9. Oh, the K9. K9. <laughs> 
<laughs> they call it the dog visa. Uh, yeah, they call it the K-1 um, or the K-9 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't do that. So yeah. first and foremost, there's there's little comparison in that. Now, yeah. We didn't feel pressure to get yeah, married in 90 days. Yeah, and I actually came multiple times just uh, visiting yeah. uh, to see you and spend some time with you. Like, it's not that... I think people in that show mostly, like, they met once and then they kept maintaining, like, a... Long-distance relationship. Correct. And then when they saw each other again after, I don't know, six months, they got engaged or they got married and that's it. Or they got the K-1 visa and then they have to come over here and they feel pressured 90 days. The only semblance of real humanity is the first season of that show when I think everybody, nobody knows what a huge hit it's going to become. And now I think the producers have the pick of the litter. I've I've spoken about this before on on air. Somehow we've become the 90 Day Fiance show. But I (laughs) feel like the producers have so many options to choose from at this point. Everybody who has this kind of love story or is going through this kind of relationship probably thinks at least once in their head, maybe I should apply for 90 Day Fiance, the show. Yeah. Because these people have become, I wouldn't say superstars. They're not like I mean, But they're kind of like influencers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's... That, you know, if you want to use that term, I guess. Yeah. Nothing like Angela talking to me on Instagram. <laughs> that crazy well, woman on 90 I mean, Day Fiance. I think Angela must be most one of the highest paid in the, you know, franchise of... Sure. Of She's on every Day. version yeah. of that show. And Ed... Um, Ed... It, I don't know. There's a yeah. couple of them. Well, I think it's really Angela, Ed, maybe Jovi and his fiance are jo- Yara Why? are getting um, are getting popular. But other than that, I I think that everybody who goes on that show at least has a chance for fame. Oh, those twin sisters, Darcy and Stacy. Oh yeah. Oh my God. They those even two. Have their own show. How do they get their own show and we don't have our own show? I mean, I guess we do have our own show. Just no one pays us to do it. So <laughs> well, it's a you little bit do different. have your own show. <laughs> I do definitely have my own show. Well, I'm glad to have you here, nonetheless. Thank I was you. so excited when you agreed to do this because um, I, I don't know. I feel in a lot of ways that you're responsible for all this crap. And I think it's high time that you get your comeuppance, that you come on the show, (laughs) and we can all blame you for the commercial break. What I wanted to mention before we kind of get into the meat and potatoes of the show is that Chrissy is not here right now because Chrissy is dealing with a family emergency, essentially. And it's touch and go, back and forth. I'm sure everyone can kind of put two pieces together if if you listen to the show enough, but um chrissy is fine and she hasn't gone anywhere and despite her protestations she will come back to the show despite disliking me she will be back at the show and she will come soon but until then we're doing special guest hosts we're doing special episodes um of canned material that we have never ran before on the commercial break as a way to just kind of keep it bouncing along until chrissy can can come so i'm so glad because while i have you here I'm going to ask you a couple of questions that I know you are an expert on the subject matter. Oh, really? Yes. When the first, when you said you wanted, are you to, going to ask me about Venezuela? I'm not going to ask you about <laughs> ask you about it. Hi, but I keep doing that show. Do you like or dislike oh, the voice that I do for you? I think it's funny. Um, I don't think it's um, my. That's how my accent. No, sounds. no, 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 no. It's way well, exaggerated. I, I'm not even sure I'm doing really a Venezuelan hope, accent. I really hope it doesn't sound like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, I, but the the thing to me is that um, I feel like when I hear you doing it, that's also the accent you use to um, for your aunt, for my aunt, <laughs> or for your friend's mom. You see what I'm saying? Like, um, 
So it's like, well, you're just repurposing. I am repurposing the same accent (laughs) for your aunt, your, uh, for your aunt, for my friend's mother, and for you. For most female Venezuelans, that's the voice that I use, but I can only do so much. There's only so many voices in my head. You understand? And I'm not even sure I'm doing a Venezuelan accent. I think I'm just (laughs) doing some goofy Latin accent. So, uh, but it's all in good fun. Not that it's any of our business. Shouldn't be any of our business. But what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And I feel like Taylor Swift has become kind of the, Pete, the female Pete Davidson, so to speak, right? She is da- she is on a tear. I'm in. You're going to get the whole billions of Swifties out there against you just by saying that Taylor Swift has become the Pete Davidson. <laughs> like if he was... He okay. More popular than she is. <laughs> he dated Kim Kardashian. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you want me to tell you the list of people Taylor Swift has dated? Well, that's what I. That's what I'm asking. The, the question is more pointed than that. I don't want to get into. It doesn't matter how many people oh, no, Taylor Swift care. has dated, and I don't give a shit about her dating. I don't care. I mean, I don't give what a I'm shit who she like dates. What I'm saying is like the names yes. and how you know celebrities that she has dated. Here's the comparison. Pete Davidson is on an epic run dating beautiful women and it seems oddly misplaced right with pete but with taylor it doesn't seem oddly misplaced at least physically because she's a beautiful woman and she's in the prime of her life and she's single and she should be out there having fun but with travis kelsey do you think that there's any like ulterior motive to dating travis kelsey um you don't want to say well, the reality is that I don't know. Um, I didn't even know who Travis Kelsey was. I don't to think be honest a lot of people you. knew who Travis Kelsey I mean, was. I understand now that he is a superstar. He's in a the, really good football in player. The football community. Yes. Um, but I don't know one thing about football. Um, so of course I didn't know about him. Um, now that I've seen all the posts and you know everything they have talked about him. He's handsome. I, I think he's handsome. I think he's a good looking dude. Yeah. Um, if it's, I don't know if it's PR or not. I, in my brain, why? Like PR for what? Like well, she doesn't need it. I think you're giving us an example of why. You have nothing to do with the NFL. You don't care. You have no understanding of what the game's all about. So you think it's more of from his side than her side. I wonder if maybe the relationship is Ernest, you don't know anything about the NFL, but now all of a sudden you're paying attention to Travis Kelsey. I don't know if the relationship is fake. I don't think it's like all a PR stunt, but I wonder if the NFL has really, I mean, it's obvious they have really taken this opportunity to welcome in people who otherwise may not have anything to do with the NFL. I've heard that the NFL is trying to cater to mothers who may not allow their may not have ever wanted their children mm-hmm. to play football and they're trying to soften up the image a little bit well i'm not solving that no even no. after no like i don't care no um and also like i'm really not well also i'm not like a crazy swifty uh which no i'm not uh, you Fair. think i am but i am really not well, I don't think you're a crazy Swifty. No, meaning like I love them. I think what they do, it's you know, it's uh, it's very nice. It's very fun. Yeah. Um, but um, like I'm really, I mean, I don't even get the emails that Taylor. You know, I know some real Swifties, and you know them too. Um, but um, I don't. I'm still not like I'm not following Travis Kelsey. No. Like I now know who he is. Like I know his face. 
But I'm not like doing research about him or anything like that. I don't care. Like, okay, whatever. Well, I've, this, I've watched so many videos about this now. And it seems like there are many people, mostly men, mostly white, mostly middle-aged like me, who are not falling for the bait, so to speak. They think that the NFL is paying too much attention to this relationship. They think that the newscasters, the broadcasters of the NFL games are paying too much attention to the relationship. And they think it's just a circus that is intended to bring attention to the NFL in general. Taylor Swift, maybe. Travis Kelsey, he's a rising star. He's been a star in the NFL for a while. Maybe that's a reason to focus in on the relationship and all of the excitement that goes with it. Uh, You know, I am like never and my never ending curiosity around what these huge superstars do or don't do to get press. Like, is this a, is this a press stunt? Is this a PR stunt? And could be, be, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Is that a press stunt? I mean, the reality is like, we would never know. Right. We will never know. Um, I just feel like from her, uh from her perspective like what amount of pr do you need more than all that you have gotten this year with your tour if you want to bite on the apple if you want to bite on the conspiracy apple right some people are saying that taylor is already so incredibly popular that there's only one base of people that she can pull more fans from and that would be Men, right? Guys, dudes who would listen to her music or who would otherwise not feel comfortable saying, I like Taylor Swift's music. But let's be honest yeah. about that. I don't think that that... I don't think that's, I don't think that's how that's it works. Yeah. Like, I don't think just like, how much is enough? I mean, you have a billion yeah, people that correct. listen to you. And, and she, also, like, yeah, do you want to, like, every single person on earth to like your music? I get it. Well, that's, that could be a dream, right? Yeah. But what... I, I mean, I don't... I mean... I don't know her personally, clearly. I'm not her friend. I but, wish you did. Um, I wish too. But um, I would assume that uh, I don't think she's worried about losing fans or getting more fans. I mean, I think she's done well enough. I think she has. I can't imagine being Taylor Swift for a day right now. I just can't imagine it. She is so incredibly well-known. She Mm -hmm. is so popular. She is so rich. She is so powerful. But it's got to be like living in a fishbowl. You know what I'm saying? It's got every moment of your life is scrutinized. Mm -hmm. Everything that you do, everything that you say, you have almost no personal freedoms that you can't plan out ahead of time. That has to be tough. I imagine. Especially also in the dating world. Mm -hmm. Because then someone that going to date you they really have to be confident on themselves i mean they're really exposing their entire lives from the moment they decide to date you travis kelsey was already very popular amongst those who were in the nfl no 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 no. it's like what i i saw this one reel of a guys like in a podcast that they were talking about this topic and one of them said uh kind of like defending like the NFL yeah. side. He was like, yeah, but like Travis Kelsey, you know, he's like a superstar. He's won, you know, um, this and that, Super Bowls and all that. And and he has like 20 million followers on Instagram. Of course. I mean, clearly he is a star, yeah. right? Um, but then the other guy says, yeah, dude, but Taylor Swift has 300 
million followers on Instagram. It's more like Taylor Swift is famous worldwide. Absolutely. Whereas Travis, he's famous in the United States, which granted is a huge country, right? Um, And therefore he has, he's very popular, but he's popular here. Like if you talk about Travis Kelsey, I don't know, in Madrid, in, you know, Asia or something, wherever, they're going to be like, who, who the fuck is Travis Kelsey? About? If you say it's a guy that's the dating, dating Taylor, Taylor Swift, then they're going to be like, then they're going to oh. be like that. You're so right about this. And 20 million followers. I mean, we have, we're lucky to have 2,000 followers on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? And not even. Yeah. <laughs> and I know what it's like to live in that fishbowl, that fame fishbowl. It's really <laughs> yeah, right. it's, it's difficult. I mean, that one time I was noticed by some <laughs> someone here locally. I can't. Um, and it was uncomfortable. It was an uncomfortable feeling. It was kind of exciting. It was kind of interesting. But it was also an uncomfortable feeling that you could be picked out in a crowd for something that you do that, that I consider consider my work. Now, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are both living in this fishbowl. That is the Taylor Swift world. And it's got to be insanely intense yeah. to do that. I can't imagine. I personally think, like, my, my take on this is that Taylor and Travis have a real relationship. They, they are dating. They didn't... I don't think this is a pre-planned press stunt. I don't think the NFL is paying her money to do this. I don't think... I don't, I don't believe in all the conspiracy bullshit. I believe that they had a relationship and that she has drawn a lot of attention to the relationship because she shows up at the games and she's in the of box course. with other famous people. I mean, that's just like, that's good PR and also on that, behalf of Taylor. But that's something like, let's say you were a football player, right? Yeah. And we were dating. Well, of course, at some point I want to go and support you and watch you play your game. That's what you do, right? Sure. Just like if I was, I don't know, a dancer or a singer or something, you would want to come to one of my shows. Eventually, if you know, the relationship, it's like serious enough, I guess. that. Um, so, yeah, that's the attention she gets. It's yeah. like she's just doing something normal. If you're really, If she's really dating him and they've been dating for a couple of months or whatever, well, it's only... It only makes sense. It's only natural for yeah. her to want to go and support want, him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for him to to have her there, right? Yeah. Um, and of course, his family also goes. I would think that's very normal. Sure. Um, the difference here is uh, that Taylor Swift cannot take one step without... No. Being, yeah. She can't take one step anywhere. Her, that, that movie that she has of the concert tours, it's like hundreds of millions tomorrow. of dollars. Are you going tomorrow? It's hundreds of millions of dollars that movie has already made. There are so, movies with Jennifer Aniston in it and Tom Hanks in it that have not made hundreds of millions of dollars. So she, I saw a post last night that she made. Um, yesterday was like the premiere. Yeah. Um, so she was in LA doing all of that event. And she posted that because of unprecedented sales, they had to add another date. So the movie is actually available now today, starting today, because they oh. had they had to add Thursday. It was coming out on Friday. Wow. And they had to add Thursday. So, so that as more we people record could, yeah, right now, the movie's available. Um, those tickets for today are going to be, she said she was releasing them at 10 a.m. or Jesus something. Jesus Christ. What? What an incredible story this woman has. She is the most famous person on earth right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
besides Jesus Christ and a couple of others, right? Yeah, yeah. But she is getting to Michael Jackson level fame, oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, there's like this is once it's in crazy, a generation, yeah. once in a lifetime do you see this kind of superstar come out? And I I applaud it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I think it's great. I I love She's very talented. She's very talented. You know, it's not my favorite music in the world, Fair enough. but I can listen to some of her songs and not want to turn off the radio like there are some songs that i think are catchy she smells wonderful that's a plus i, I you know I mean, have you smelled her yes i have oh, taylor that's swift right. that's right taylor swift came to I'm a like, radio what? station that i was working i was working in a cluster of radio stations on the business side and taylor swift right when her first album came out and it was a country album she came to the local country station and a couple of us got to see her and then she did a, sm- a performance uh, of that album inside of a room. And so we got, you know. Yeah, but at that time, she was not even half. No, at that time, it was crazy. Yeah. In the building, it was crazy. Oh, really? No, I'm telling you, it was crazy in the building. People were fighting to get upstairs to see Taylor Swift. She has been a rocket engine That's since like the moment that she. That's like 2008, something like that. I 2009, think. yeah. I was like in senior year. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. I was 52 years old. Yeah. <laughs> the age difference between us is crazy. All right, so we're going to take a quick break and then I want to play a game with you. Let's play the newlywed game. You and I have answered some questions ahead of time. It's the newlywed game. We're far from new. So we should be able to answer these questions. Okay, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. As much as I'm sure you love listening to Brian drone on, we really do have some bills to pay, like my salary. So go to tcvpodcast.com to find all of our audio and video. Check out our Instagram at the commercial break, our TikTok at TCB podcast, and of course, our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the commercial break. You can also text us at 855-TCB-8383 with your thoughts and probably concerns. And now, let's listen to some sponsors so I can continue to have a job. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back from break. I'm here with Astrid, my wife, the woman who said she would never be on the commercial break, but is responsible for the commercial break. It's all your fault. I blame you. So does Chrissy. Hello, hello. Uh, hello, hello. Uh, and just to remind everybody, Chrissy will be back soon. She's taking uh, some time to be with family uh, during a tough time. So we are giving her that space to do that. Astrid has volunteered to come on the show. And what better way to you prove... drug me? What's that? Do you drug me? Many times, but uh, for the, for today, no, not at all. I don't even understand how I'm here. <laughs> You've never even done drugs. You wouldn't even know if you were drugged or not. It's true or not true. You've never done a narcotic in your life. Never. Never. And she's saying that just for air. She's I actually have not even crackhead off. Ever smoked a cigarette in my yeah, life? Yeah, you've never smoked never a cigarette. Never like tried it. Not no, nothing. That's just amazing to me. That seems amazing to ever. me. I don't know. When someone offered me all that kind of stuff, I just felt like it was my obligation, my duty, my responsibility mm. as a human being really to see what it was all about no i just wanted to get fucked up i think we just need to ask my parents strategy to making me feel such big fear of trying any of those things <laughs> oh, no, they did it right our kids are gonna watch this and they're gonna be like well dad did it why not me 
think we should take the commercial break off the internet before any of our children get old enough to understand because this is the thing that keeps me up at night. It we really be, does. We might be late. We might be right. late for that. Yeah. 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 The kids now are born. They come out of the womb knowing how to work an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. The youngest of our 11 or 12 children now knows how to point to a phone and swipe left or right. She, she's already on Tinder. Basically, she's already practicing for Tinder. I want to go. And after uh, Christina's nightmare stories about being on Hinge, I just, uh, I'm telling you, lock him in the basement. That's the only option we have, Astrid. No, we don't. Yes. I mean, listen, I know you talk from your own experience. I do. So It's um, the only one I have. Clearly, there's a lot of wild things that you did when you were growing up. I might have been a bit of a hellcat. Um, however, there are other people like me whose childhood and teenage years were not as crazy as yours. So there's hope for our kids. There is hope for our kids. Like they can turn out just okay. And this is now the only episode of the commercial break they're allowed to listen to. (laughs) It's the one where their mother tells them not to do drugs. All right. What better way to prove that we are actually married than to do a little game that we've put together? And we took some time last night to answer some questions. So without further ado... We are going to play Do You Know Your Spouse? A series of questions. I think there's 20 of them here. We have independently answered these questions so as not to uh, trick each other, so to speak, so not to change our mind here on air. Whatever's on the paper goes. Uh, there's a couple of these I answered. I gave two answers just to give you a chance at actually winning because I don't me think too. you know me at all. But uh, not, I did it not because I was thinking about giving you options, but because my brain is so indecisive. <laughs> it's true. When I was writing these down, I'm like, I can't think of just one. I need a couple of them. All right. So here we go. Do you know your spouse? Let's go. You ready? You want me to ask questions or you ask questions? We can do one and one. Okay. I'll go. F- you go first. Ladies first. No, you do okay. first. Okay. Astrid. The question is, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? So now I say yours. Now you what? tell me what you think mine okay, is. Yours is definitely mint chocolate chip. It's mint chocolate chip or it's Snickers. You got that one right. I think we need a pen so that we can keep score or something. Yeah, but this I have to clarify. The Snickers, true, but I think that one's temporarily. But yet, like your overall favorite, it's mint chocolate chip. My overall favorite anywhere we go in the world is got to be mint chocolate chip because they don't have Snickers in many but like places. like currently, you're on a Snickers, Snickers kick. kick. Yes, I am an obsessive eater. So when I yes. get one thing in my head, I start eating it for months and months in a row till I throw up and then I stop eating that. I move on to the next thing. But don't worry, I'll be back. Cereal and cream's coming back. It's, make, it's all the rage oh, it's no. with the kids. Uh, this is a very difficult question for me to answer for you <laughs> because you change your mind every single time that we go to the ice cream store you ha- or the ice cream shop. You have to get a new flavor. Because that's how you do it. They That's why they sell 50 ice cream flavors so that every time you go, you enjoy a different flavor. I don't know. I, I'd like to stick with the... I mean, I do I have... I like to dance with the girl who brought me. I do have like a... I would say like an overall Favorite? favorite? But, but, well, I would say my overall favorite thing is ice cream. I so that's why. That's what I was going to say. Astrid likes ice cream. <laughs> Any flavor. No, there's one that I actually hate, and you know which one it is. Mint chocolate chip. Yes. Yeah, the, my favorite is your least How, favorite. like, you Americans are so weird. Well, be careful oh. now. <laughs> be careful now. Don't get yourself in trouble. <laughs> I know that mint chocolate chip is not a thing. No, but with that specific, like the mint chocolate stuff, like or mint candy or uh, I not hate candy, mint candy, but like yeah. 
And then Christmas comes, Peppermint. and there's like peppermint uh. milkshake. It's like, how gross. I know, my dad likes uh, that oh. shit. But there is a difference between mint chocolate chip and peppermint. You realize that, right? I know, but like in Venezuela, like those are things we use like for a mojito. You know, like we yeah. don't really use mint for cooking oh, in babe, general. It's so I good. So. I can't explain. Or like sweets. It just, to me, that's a weird thing. Like, why would you... Put on a cho- like to me, you ruin the chocolate if you put mint on it. I think it's a compliment. I love a mint chocolate chip milkshake. You know I do, girl. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. All right. I was going to say get ice that cream. one. It's not really your favorite. You just get it so that I don't take a sip. Well, from that's your true. Thing. Because ever since the day that we met, you have been taking the food off of my plate. I know I'm not the only one who suffers from okay, this. Okay. Well, that's basic man. I'll never forgive you stuff. for drinking the last of the. Orangina in France. Never. I'm never going to forgive her for taking the last sip of Orangina in France. I was thirsty. And Astrid, what I went to the bathroom, drank the rest of my Orangina. Damn you. I'm still pissed. You know, they, they, they had more in the restaurant. Like, we could have ordered more. Well, don't try and talk common sense to me, girl. I married you. Okay. So, which one is my favorite ice cream flavor? Well, I think that chocolate would be your favorite overall flavor. Like, if you could only have one ice cream for the rest of your life, I think you would just have regular chocolate. Uh, uh. What? Which one is it? I already knew I was going to win this. Well, what did you put? Cookies and cream. Ah, cookies and cream Oreo. I do like chocolate ice cream, but my favorite ice cream, it's always something that has something crunchy on it. Okay, fair enough. And you do do often get cookies and cream ice cream. So I should have thought about that one, Mm -hmm. but I didn't because I'm a boy. And we don't think all that hard. Go. All right. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Question two. What is your m- most humorous, irrational fear or phobia? I think I didn't read that. What is your most humorous, irrational fear or phobia? Okay. Okay. What is my <laughs> most irrational fear or phobia? Tell me. Well, I wrote two. Okay. Go ahead. Poop. <laughs> it's so true. And blue. And blue. I'm not scared of blue. I don't have any irrational fear of blue. No, but you do have a like a phobia. I I wouldn't call it a phobia. I call it a high irritation. I get I get so stressed out when blue starts barking and won't shut up. It stresses me out to no end. And then also when she poops all over the house. So you're right about this. Yeah. And I do not like poop. It is an irrational fear. I don't think it's an irrational fear. Actually, poop is not something we're supposed to be welcoming into our into no, our life. I'm not saying I like it. Yeah. But, like, you really... I really hate it. Like, you know, to you... Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not like, oh, my favorite hobby is changing my, you know, kids' diapers (laughs) full of poop. No. But I'm like, okay, well, like, I'm okay to deal with it. Like, and if I get, you know, like, I just wash my hands and that's it. Yeah. Whereas you, you, like, really freak out. I do. It's like you get stressed. I do, no shit. Oh, my God, all this poop or whatever. Every time, like example, the other day, one of our daughters, I went to go change her diaper to put her into, I took off her diaper to put her into the bathtub. And when I took off her diaper, I hadn't realized that she had pooped. So then she kicked the diaper off of the changing table and the poop went everywhere. Me, her, everywhere. And I literally freaked out. I know, you started calling I can't take it. Yeah, I have to call in and help. (laughs) Probably should have thought about this before I had children or a fucking dog. All right. I know what your most irrational, humorous uh, fear or phobia is. Which it's one? insects. Yes. Is your most well, look where irrational fear or phobia? Oh, look! 
bugs and weird animals. But the other thing that I put is my driving. You have an irrational oh fear God. of my driving. Yes. yes. No, it's not irrational, though. It is irrational. It's not. I'm a perfectly legitimate driver. I drive very well. I am. I drive well. My foot is a little heavy. I do drive fast. Sure, you want us to do a... No, 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 no. I don't want you to... know people that we know? (laughs) No, I do not. People that we know, who else do you think doesn't like my driving? Who else doesn't like my driving? Tell me. Your brothers? My brothers don't like my driving? Since when? Since, baby, if I know it... And I've only known them for eight years. <laughs> That's like a lifetime to some people. Do they say they don't like my driving? Do they say that behind my back? No, not behind your back. They say it in front of you. Well, I did wonder why everyone, no one wants to drive with me. It's like people are just they're like, I'm not driving. I'm not driving with Brian. Okay, fair enough. I'm a little heavy footed, but I don't. I'm a safe driver in general. Maybe not. Okay, yeah. fair enough. All right, question number three. What reality show were you obsessed with as a teen? Okay, this is a hard one for me. I know. Because we're from different generations. And we're from different countries. Correct. So, of course, I know mine. I know yours. And it might be actually... I know mine... Is one that I liked? Yes. Yes. But I I have no idea. I almost was going to text... Your twin brother to, to ask, ask him? him. He wouldn't have known that because he wasn't into the. He was not into the reality shows at first. I think it took him a while to get onto it. I'm not even sure he likes reality shows anymore. So which one did? Oh you- no! What about yours? Was probably one of like the Jersey Shores. Jersey Shore? No, no that was even that. I Too wasn't late. in my teens. Okay. Yeah, I was just in my twenty. Maybe like my mid twenties. I think yours is The Hills or Laguna Beach. One of the two. Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach, which I also liked. I like Laguna Beach. But that's not my teens. Because reality television did not come along until I was well into my teens, really late teens. Okay. And that would... Actually, no. When I was 15 or 16, The Real World. Do you even know what The Real World is? The very first reality show? I have like a little picture. Like a little memory of it? But I think I was really young. And also... I don't even think you were born yet. Cable in my house was like... On and off, like spotty, you know, yeah. So. <laughs> Third world problems. <laughs> Third world problems. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think no. Reality, uh, real world is the very first real considered the very first reality show where they put a bunch of strangers into a house and see how they reacted to each other. It was an it was interesting, interesting concept, and I was fascinated from the moment that it came on television. I was a reality show guy from the moment that reality shows came on uh, on the scene. Okay, question number four. Okay. If you were only allowed to watch one streaming platform for the rest of your life, which one would it be? For you, it's Netflix. Yes, true. It's the one that I like. I have like the most amount of shows that I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, for, I, they have those sappy loves, those sappy cheesy love movies on. For you though, it's really hard because I think you really cannot live without all the streaming platforms. I love all there. of them. It's my job. It's my job to review media and. Well. Yeah, now that you have the commercial break, but even before the commercial break. Um, I wrote for you, uh, uh, not wrote, I thought HBO. HBO Max is what I wrote. That's what I wrote. HBO Max plus minus Turner Classic, you know, uh, Cartoon Network Television, whatever they call that these days. I don't think I could live with it. I think some of my favorite shows are on that HBO Max and one of my favorite series in general. If I could watch that television series for the rest of my life, oh my I would watch that television series. Are you series talking for the about rest. West? I'm talking about the West Wing. Wing. Yes. Oh, Lord. It's such a great show. It's such a great show. I hear you, but like, you've watched it like 
A hundred times. Not a hundred times, but I've probably been through it at least five times. The entire More than series. Five times. No, I don't think so. But I've been through it a lot. I mean, there's like 68 episodes. So uh. I mean, the West Wing for you is like friends or other people, I guess. It is. And I just, like, I don't know. Remember we tried to watch Friends when they did that reunion? And it just didn't, I don't know. It didn't age well to me. I mean, I can rewatch episodes like here and there of yeah. Friends, but... Yeah, when we actually tried to like sit down and redo the whole Astrid show. And, yeah, Astrid and I tried to go do like during a rewatch pandemic, during yeah. the pandemic, and we didn't get through episode one. We were both like, this is boring. This is stupid. Yeah, I just felt like we could be using our time to watch something new. Like or... the West Wing. No. <laughs> All right. Question number five. If you were to enter an eating contest, what food would be your number one pick? You could ask any member of my family your answer, and they all know. They all know. Burgers. Burgers is not what I wrote. What I wrote was <laughs> cereal with cream <laughs> or milkshakes, one of the two. But burgers is a good It's a good second option. I could see why you would think that, because I do love a good cheeseburger okay. every third day. <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of like a walking heart attack waiting to happen. What about mine? I think that yours would be... Tequenos or sushi? One of the two. No. I didn't get it right? No. What? Cookies and ice cream? Cookies or ice cream. Cookies or ice cream. I would have guessed... When I think about... There's nothing in this world that I eat more than cookies. And you know this. I know, but you really love sushi. And you really love tequenos. No, but I really love like one specific roll from the place we buy in. That's true. Like, I'm not like... And I don't even think technically that's sushi. I think it's yeah, a because I think it's fried. fried fish. <laughs> I don't uh, like anything raw, so yeah, yeah no, I'm with not, you. I, I, like real I pass sushi on that is not mine for sure. All right, question number six: If you could redesign Mount Rushmore, which any four faces? Oh, sorry. If you could redesign Mount Rushmore with any four faces. Who would you choose? Oh, God. I really had a hard time with this because <laughs> I have no idea. I'm thinking, I don't know. For you, uh, Taylor Swift, uh, the Jonas Brothers, maybe all three of them. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Juan Guaido? I'm not sure. Juan Guaido? Well, I don't go no way. <laughs> You don't like Juan? Good well, old Guido? I know. This is a tough question because I thought, well, should I go like the funny round? Yes. Or like, Always go the are funny we route. Are, well, I did it like the serious. Okay. Tell me what you think my serious ones were. Wait. I want to hear yours. What so were yours? I wrote Nelson Mandela. Okay. And Frank. Okay. Amelia Earhart. Okay. And Walt Disney. Oh, wow. Very interesting. I would. And, well, no. I have. Okay. Answer. Go ahead. So for you, I thought you would definitely put Howard Stern, mm. Eddie Vedder, mm. Walt Disney, okay, and I don't know Jennifer Aniston. I don't know. So that would have been a good that you got one of them right, which okay. was Eddie Vedder. I'm and I'm thinking of this like you know obviously sarcastically, right? Of course. Eddie Vedder, Anthony Bourdain, oh, that's right. Mahatma Ma Gandhi. And Rosa Parks. But if we put a fifth face, I put Frankie B. <laughs> I made a living off Frankie B. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are very interesting, well-thought-out choices on your behalf. I, w I would have guessed something different. I would have guessed you would have gone like, you know, pop stars or something like that. But you went with some very um, serious choices. 
Listen, I... You're a renaissance woman? <laughs> a woman of the people? <laughs> I love you. I really do. Thanks, babe. You know I hate interrupting Brian when he's yammering, but he's always yammering, so it's kind of my only option. Anyway, it is about that time for me to remind you to go to tcbpodcast.com, text us at 855-TCB-8383, and check out our socials at The Commercial Break on Instagram and at TCB Podcast on TikTok. Go on. Brian needs this. And don't forget to go to youtube.com slash The Commercial Break for fully edited videos. I promise you're going to love them. Also, it would mean the world to us if you'd support us by supporting our sponsors. So let's have a listen to them, and then we'll get back to this episode of The Commercial Break. All right, go ahead. Question number seven. Oh, it's my turn. It's my turn? Okay. What food best describes your partner's personality? Salty, sweet, spicy, or sour? For you? Yes. Um... I think for you, it's a combination of sweet, salty, and spicy. Sweet, salty, and spicy? Yeah. Oh. Why do you think that? Explain. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> Don't explain. Never mind. I, for, uh, I put sweet and sour You're is right. what I Look, put. This is what I thought Oh, okay. But then I also put sweet and sour for you, too. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, I think we're both so sweet and sour. Right. Yes, I got it right. Oh, that's what you wrote for you. Okay. That's what I wrote for me, that I was so sweet I and sour. So I got right the sweet. Yeah, you got right the sweet. <laughs> I got the sour. But for you, I put sweet and sour. Because you're a very, very sweet woman. But when you get sour, just like all of us, when you get sour, you sour. get sour, very sour. But you don't get angry, you just get sour. Uh, okay, your turn. Um, dun, dun, oh, this is, this is the funny one. Okay. I like this one. Which movie do you most regret wasting two hours of your life on? Now, for you, it's very easy for me to guess yours. Okay. Because I clearly know that I've made you watch movies that... Terrible, terrible movies. It's I have PTSD. It's like I'm a prisoner. Most recently, I would say the one that we watch in the movie all the love all of the stars falling down uh, through the stars or whatever it was called what was it called happy everything happy everything you don't even remember the name of the movie that's how bad it was well it's based on the after books but yeah I I have to say I'm a fan of the books but the last movie Astrid that movie was so comically terrible it had no plot it had because it's really not even though that's a sequel that's the fifth movie, but there's only four books. So the fifth movie, it's based on nothing. They just decided to drag like the the whole um, thing out thing for one extra movie one that extra they only movie. showed for one night. And we were one of 16 people that were sitting there watching no, it, at no. least in our local movie theater. And let me explain to the audience just to give you some frame of reference, because I'm sure you did not see this movie. The actress in this movie also thought the movies were so bad she refused to show up for the last movie because of what i'm saying yeah she did not want to take it and the one author, step further th- th- both the author and the main the actress she said no I'm she not didn't want to do it i'm not doing a fifth because that's not really the books so so listen so they the actress and the author decide that they are not a part of this fifth extra movie that they're going to write just drag out the ending this whole thing for literally two hours 
all you see is flashbacks of this woman from the old movie yes. and this guy drinking, bruising himself, finding peace and serenity. There is it's a meandering piece of shit movie that is comically bad. And if I didn't have such a good sense of humor, I would have walked out of the movie because it was terrible. But I also put Fifty Shades of Grey, which know, is also extraordinarily oh, terrible. Oh, but that was better. No, I don't think so, babe. Yeah, it was. Okay, my opinion, no. Uh, listen, I like a good love story. I can get into it every once in a while. There's some that we've watched that I thought are really good. Fifty Shades of Grey is a class in bad acting. It's a class of bad acting. It's not. Oh, come on. You got to admit. Baby, you got to admit it's a little funny. No, you're not going to admit no. that? <laughs> you just want to fuck date Jamie Dornan. That's all you want to do. <laughs> all right. So what, what movie did you waste two hours of your life? Well, you have to answer for me. I think... You would probably say, mm, what movie did you fall asleep to when we first met that I was so excited for you to watch and then you fell asleep during it? Uh, oh, no, the one we left? No, 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 no. Not the one we left. Oh, that was a waste of four hours of our time. <laughs> I don't even want to say that out loud because we're going to garner a bunch of hate I know. about I'm that. About, I'm about to gain a lot of haters. Oh, you are? By my response. Oh, let's my answer response. this next question. Yeah, what is your response? Star Wars. Star Wars? Babe, Star Wars is one of the best movies ever made. Seriously. Uh, No, I just don't get it. I don't know. It it might be a generational thing. Maybe you didn't... Maybe. You weren't all caught up in the hype. I might be. But there are plenty of young people that love that movie. The only Star Wars movie I watched was like the one that came out like five years ago or something. That we went to the movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was counting the minutes down. Okay, that movie was terrible. That movie was terrible. I did not like it. Are you talking about the second Star Wars in the series of new movies? Yeah, I Okay, I didn't like it. It was terrible. I agree with you. Um, Okay. Okay. Go ahead. What's your best hidden talent? I don't know. That's a really hard one because it's it's not hidden to me. Yeah. I will say this. You sing in the car. When we first met... And we were coming back to Atlanta, and we had our tunes going on, and we were madly in love and holding each other's hand and driving down the road. You were singing, and I actually thought you had a good voice. Like, I thought your singing voice was good. You're the first and the only person that ever Well, I might that. be the first or the only person that's ever heard you sing. I don't know. I thought, I I thought love, it was good. I do like singing, Yeah, but I don't think I have a good... You don't think you have a good singing voice? No. You have to give yourself some more I credit. don't think I could have been a singer. Okay, well, I wouldn't take it that far. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I think you have a good voice. Okay, what do you think my hidden talent is? I put podcasting. Well, yeah, because but it's not hidden anymore. Well, not anymore. But it, I'm sure lots put, of people will disagree with me. I don't know, me. but I don't know if this is hidden, but yeah. I wrote baking. <laughs> All right. Ready? If you could pick up and go anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? I think you would go to somewhere beachy. Yes. Mallorca. Mallorca was my answer, for sure. Mallorca. Palencia, probably more specifically, is where Palencia is where I would spend my time. If I could be there right now, literally, I would fly right there right now and spend a month there, and it would not bother me. I think you also would go to a beach location, but I think it would be different. I think you would go to Aruba. You know, I thought about writing that. I didn't write it, though, but it was on the list. Oh, it was? What did you put? I actually have a whole list. Okay, tell me your whole list. Um, Yes, I would say I would rather be on a beach 
beachy area. Yeah. So I wrote, I don't know, the Maldives, Greece. Okay. Mallorca. Mallorca. And this is not beachy, but uh, it's on my top three list, the place I want to go, Iceland. Iceland. Very interesting. But is that a place you've never been there? So you no, don't know what it's no, like, no, right? No. So you can, And I've never been to the Maldives. Either, yeah, we've so. never been to the Maldives. God, I would love to go to the Maldives. That would be awesome. All right. What is your partner's first job? What was your partner's first job? Well, I know this for you. You're an HR coordinator. No? You don't know it because that was not my first job. What was your first job? I was a French teacher to a little kid. Oh, I okay. I would. Wow, you were? Yeah, when oh. I was in college. So you did a little tutoring on the side. That was mm-hmm. your first job. Yeah. But your first real job, like real, oh, job, real job, was HR coordinator. No. Oh. A step down from coordinator. <laughs> How well I know you. Okay, HR something. You were in the HR I'm department. HR generalist, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've, I was all impressed with your job position. I thought it was impressive, but you have since told me it was not impressive. <laughs> what was your, my first job? Your first job was at McDonald's. That's right. My first job was at McDonald's. Um, okay, you go. What did you want to be as a kid? I think you wanted to be an event coordinator from for a long time. No. I mean that is true. That's that. That's what I love. But yeah. I think that came later like on in, in life. Yeah, like in my young adult years. Okay, I discovered that. Yeah. Um, you wanted to be a cashier at a grocery <laughs> store. I remembered this. God damn it! Look at me. I'm so good. I am so good. I am so good. A cashier at a grocery How store. You remember that? I just I, I, I remember the one conversation we had about this that your mom bought you this little cash register and that you were so excited about it. You played with it forever and you kept telling your mom, "I, I want to be so a cashier." I, we I used to go to the groceries with my mom. And every time we would check out, I would like. You'd I be fascinated. Thought, I just thought like the cashier, like you know, the way they like touch the yeah, yeah. keyboard or whatever they had from the cashier, and how like the drawer with the money opened, and they had to like take the bills. I just thought that was so cool. You loved it. That I even told my mom one wow. time. I'm like, mom, I want to be a grocery store cashier. <laughs> I love it. I just yeah. think it's. I think it speaks to who you are as a person. Very humble. Um, I I'm, I'm, I I don't know how to say this without sounding. You are what you see is what you get with you, and I think you're like a very humble, um, very grainy, very beautiful human being. And I could see how you would, as a little kid, your personality now as an adult, I could see how, as a little kid, you would think that something so um, something so simple would be something that you would want to do. And I don't mean that in a patronizing way. Yeah, Yeah. I just think that that's like, for me, what do you think I wanted to be? Oh, you? Yes. You wanted to be a singer. That's right. Yes, from the moment that I, yeah, from the moment I can remember, I was putting on little shows in my bedroom. I really wanted to be Bruce Springsteen, then Michael Jackson, then Eddie Vedder. That's right. Uh, Okay, if you could spend a day in the life of someone else who would that be? I think this is very easy for me. Yeah. I think you want to be a, a, a day in the life of Taylor Swift. You're right. Yes. I mean, very basic afford. Yeah. But and I don't want to be <laughs> Taylor Swift. Like, I, Taylor. I don't want her live. Yeah. But I think it would be cool to be her for just one day. One day. And if I get to, like, actually play one of her concerts, of course, with her talent. 
<laughs> if you had her voice, you'd have her talent, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, I think that would be cool. Yes. All right. So who do you think I'd want to be? Howard Stern. No. Wrong. So there, I gave three answers here, right? Yeah. Howard Stern is not one of the people that I would actually want to be for the day. I would want to be Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. for a day. I'd want to be Hunter S. Thompson for a day. Oh, or, and I say this with all sincerity, I'd want to be a woman for a day. And here's why I'd want to be a woman. Because I just like to experience what it's like to be a female for just one day. I think that that would be 30%. interesting. I think it would give me a lot of perspective that I maybe don't have um, as a guy, as a dude with a dick. I just don't have... I try and empathize and put myself in people's shoes, but I don't. you don't know until you actually put yourself in someone's shoes. So as Brian a guy with president. seven to... Nine, <laughs> Brian for president... <laughs> As a guy with seven to nine children, some of which are female, I'd like to just be a woman for one day. Well, that's really nice. Thank you. Okay, go. What reality show would we be terrible at competing on together? Oh, it's hard to tell because we don't watch reality shows that have competitions. Well, but yeah, but I mean, like MasterChef, you know, oh. all the games. Oh, yeah, we would and be honestly, bad at MasterChef. Any what of them. I wrote was all of them because we would both want to lead. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah, I wrote 90 Day Fiance as a joke, but I agree with you. Like, Amazing Race, Master Chef, Top Chef, any of those competitions where we would have to work together, one of us would have to sit behind the other one while the other one made decisions, and that's just not something we do all that well. I mean, unless it was something like, clearly one of us had the, the lead. One, yeah. is the one that has the knowledge yes. about that topic, but otherwise, I feel like we would be like, no, let's do it this way. No, no let's do it, let's that, do it that, that way. way. No, <laughs> let's do it this way. No, don't use the screwdriver. Use the wrench. I mean, honestly, we get along so swimmingly. We really do. I can count the number of arguments that we've had that I would consider a blowout on one hand. However, it's amazing that we get along this well because we don't agree on anything. <laughs> you say hot, I say cold. You say left, I say right. It's You say go faster, I say slow down. It's, it, it's I like I think it this. comes from like our... Or rebels, yes, souls, totally. Somehow, that it's like I don't want to be controlled. I don't want to. I don't want to take direction from anybody else. We don't want to be else. controlled, but we want to control the other one. Yes, <laughs> control everybody and everything. Okay, last question because we're running out of time. Last question: If you Hold had, to, okay, go ahead. Let me see which question is more interesting for the last question. Oh, okay. Now that she's making decisions about the show, <laughs> all of a sudden she's leading the show. <laughs> I think this one is the most interesting. If you had to take one thing to a deserted island, what would that one thing be? Oh, Oh, for you? Yes. I mean, other than clearly your iPhone. Yes. um, Your safety coffee cup or Ah, water cup. Okay. And your e-cigarette. I would take my phone pillow with me that's what i would take if we had our phones with us i would take my phones with my phone pillow i can't live without it i need it i need to put my phone somewhere where i'm falling asleep i put you that's the one thing i would take with uh, me is you only i'm not a thing well you're not Why a are thing. you so radical <laughs> all right you're not a thing but you are my wife and i wouldn't want to do it without you You're welcome. Love you so much. Thank you for doing this. I know that it was the last, literally the last thing on your list, 
of things that you wanted to be doing. But when you volunteered to help out while Chrissy's with her family, I really appreciate it. And honestly, it was have, fun. Yeah, it's fun. I, you see, you broke the seal. Now you can come in more often and talk to us. And we love you, Chrissy. And we love you, Chrissy. And Chrissy will be back. There is nothing wrong with Chrissy in the show. Um, we've already had a couple text messages from people who are asking if Chrissy's okay. Will she come back to the show? Yes, she will. And she'll be back soon. It's not going to be a long time. We just have a couple episodes to get through while Chrissy gets through her uh, family situation. We love you, Papa Joe. We wish you well on your journey. We love you, Chrissy, Jeff, the whole Holdy family. Um, we're with you. Our hearts are with you. Um, and even though you're not here in studio with us, we... Your spirit is omnipresent, Chrissy. Like You're the all- Nico. Yes, like Nico. Just like Nico, only Chrissy's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, Nico. I, I was thinking about Nico last night. I don't know why. Interesting. But I was thinking about Nico last night. Probably because our kids still don't understand that Nico has actually passed away and they continue to ask me, when's Nico coming home? Uh, well, <laughs> that's a tough question to answer, kid. Uh, so, Chrissy, we love you. The seat's warm. Come on back when you get a chance. Um, or she will be back when she gets a chance. I'm talking to her as if I don't talk to her on. <laughs> I'm talking to her on the show as if I don't call her every minute. Uh, all right, tcbpodcast.com. That's where you go. Find out more information about the show, all the audio, all the video. It's right there at one location. Astrid helped with the website too. She, Astrid has her hands in everything here at the commercial break. tcbpodcast.com. You can also hit the contact us button, the new sticker. Astrid's working on it. Yep. We don't want to announce it yet, but I love it. I think it's a great one. So if you want that new sticker, write in, send your address, tell us you want the sticker. We'll send it off. Astrid will put it in the mail just as soon as we get a chance to. Also, you can dial us up at 626-ASK-TCB3. That's 626-ASK-TCB, the number three from anywhere in the world. It's toll-free. Comments, questions, concerns, content ideas. We're taking them all. At the commercial break on Instagram, TCB podcast on TikTok, and most importantly, YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed. Okay. I guess that's all I can do today. So I'll say, I love you dearly, my wife. I love you too. Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, we always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Bye.